It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. So good. That's the go. We're a go. We're a go. Oh my goodness. How are you? I'm doing really well. Yeah? Yeah. Today is beautiful. It is. It's warm. I've been really enjoying staying inside recently because okay. <laughs> I work from home or I'm traveling. Oh. So out of the last eight weeks, I've been gone six. So Oh my gosh. I've, I enjoy that. Do you I like travel? Tra- I do. Okay. I was a college coach at one point and mm-hmm. travel was a big part of our summers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. But where, like, what airline is your preferential? Oh, this is a good question. <laughs> I never get asked this question. Um, you get a choice, right? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I prefer efficiency. So uh-huh. sometimes it's hard to get a nonstop out of Columbus. Yeah. So if there is a nonstop, my preference is American Airlines. Okay. Um, there is rarely ever a Delta nonstop mm-hmm. out of Columbus unless yeah. I'm going to Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but Delta will probably be my preference there, but I don't get to fly it a lot. Okay. But um, What's your no-fly airline? Southwest is really the only other one that I will fly. Okay. And they have a nonstop standing to Florida where my corporate offices are. Oh, okay. So I think I'm scheduling another one with Southwest, mm-hmm. but I've had two to Florida okay. or Southwest. So, yeah. Okay. No spirit? No. No, I'm not going to No do spirit. That. No. Let's not hear it. <laughs> nope. Let's not hear it. I don't think I've ever flown spirit. All I've heard is bad stuff about I've, it. I can't remember. There was an airline I used to take when I was coaching at Ohio University out of West Virginia. And it was along the lines of spirit. Mm-hmm. Like it had, mm-hmm. you know, you had to pay for. Was it Frontier? Like, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Allegiant. Allegiant. Yes. Yeah, that didn't last very long. No, but it it was great. I used to, you know, I had some friends in Fort Lauderdale. And so on my basketball times, basketball calendar is really weird. I used to coach college basketball. And so our free time was like August. Uh um, In Florida. And so I would just go hang out. Yeah. Fly, yeah. It was really cheap flights. Were they safe? I mean, I'm here. (laughs) So, so so far. So far, so good. Oh, my gosh. No, we flew southwest for the Christmas debacle and got trapped oh, in Chicago. Yeah, I yeah. worry about that. Yeah. And my eldest and I are flying southwest because we got a bajillion we're so sorry points. Yes. So we could fly for free. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, we going to make it this time? Yes. So we'll see. We'll see. And I mean, the apps are great mm-hmm. because they will let you know if you're, I think I had a flight one time out of Columbus to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like an eight. 30 start or 8, 10 p.m. flight. Mm-hmm. It wound up getting pushed back and delayed a little bit, but I knew to not get mm-hmm. there because I had already checked in, of yeah. course, the day before. Yeah. So, I mean, travel. And I have TSA because okay, I travel that's so smart. much. Yeah. I'm trying to get global entry. That's the next mission. What is that? Mission glo- where it's global. It's like the pre-check Oh, you, of, of for global. everything. Yeah. Okay. So you just walk so in So when you're like, coming back in hello. to customs. Yeah. Oh. You don't have oh. to wait in those long lines. Oh. I know. That's the next move. We have some international properties. So. Okay. Yeah. These properties you speak up. <laughs> um, do you need assistance going to do the <laughs> I work for Hard Rock International. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, properties as in casinos or yeah. hotels. Yeah. What do you get to do for them? 
Um, I'm the director of DEI Strategic Partnerships. Okay. So I work with the communities that we are going into if yeah. we haven't, you know, don't already have an existence there right. or presence there. Um, and also the places we're expanding in because a lot of our either just casinos or becoming hotels mm-hmm. and casinos or, um, you know, hotels and then they were already hotels mm-hmm. and now they're becoming casinos and they were already cafes, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wow. So I go into those communities and I get to do community partnerships mm-hmm. that have either um, HR benefit mm-hmm. in terms of partnership and collaboration or just a good faith engagement or, you know, sociopolitical engagement because okay. we have gaming commissions mm-hmm. in every oh, city yeah. that we have yeah. to comply with. So That's a lot. Um, just meeting with them to try and hopefully get non-traditional workforces. Yeah. Um, and obviously that takes some internal work as well because mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we have the infrastructure so that they're safe mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when they come, whether it be veterans or um, women or immigrants or mm-hmm. those type of things, just mm-hmm. making sure that – uh, people are able to to work in our location. It's love all, serve all is like the motto. So that's been their motto for a long that. time since seventy one. Is that when the first one mm-hmm. was in, in New London? York? Oh, in London. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was the first classless restaurant. So the goal was that everybody could come and get love that a five dollar hamburger, and nobody would know how much money anybody had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of that brand for such a long time, but maybe I, know. I don't. I mean, it was huge. We had one in Cleveland. And we have a casino down in, in Cincinnati, but okay. the one in Cleveland isn't – the cafe isn't there anymore. It's just a – Somebody bought it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So those T-shirts. I mean, T-shirts that was are like, great. That were, same design as 71. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I remember going to one, I think, in Florida mm-hmm. on a spring break several. trip. There's several. There's a lot there. Because the Seminoles owned, bought it back. Oh. So it's Seminole owned now. Okay. And so it's Seminole Hard Rock, technically. Is that a casino then? Uh, there are casinos. If okay. they're on reservation land, there are no gaming commissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm a ter- I'm not great at – I mean, I'm okay at gambling. That sounds weird. That's a weird statement. I'm not a big gambler. No. It's, which makes me perfect for this job. That's actually <laughs> – I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. We're not allowed to gamble, you know. Too. No. So, that's probably no. – good- Not at our properties, but as corporate. Yeah. Not really anywhere. I think the first time I did it, I put in 20 bucks and it was gone in about five minutes. I'm like, yeah. oh. And you're like, all right, that's okay. my limit. That's uh, that was fun. Yeah, I would be no fun. I'm there for the music and the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their food's still good. Yeah, I remember it being really. Yeah, yeah. They have a uh, Messi, the soccer player <laughs> chef. <laughs> He's like our, like he just came out with a chicken sandwich. Okay. And so, yeah, he oh. has burgers. It's really good burgers. Yeah, I mean that's what we're known that was for. But specialty. it's a pretty pretty decent menu. They have an Impossible Burger too. So. Oh. Yeah. The the name of that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Now, I've had it. It's not bad. But it just – when you say impossible, you think it can't be done. They have a formula. I they actually formula. consulted with them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They have a formula that I cannot share. No, no, no. I, I mean, they'll know. tell you – they'll tell you on the website what the ingredient is that okay. makes it taste like meat. There's an enzyme. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. All of the new meat products uh, and the supply uh, chain is – Pretty scary in general. So, are you a meat eater? Um, historically, yes. Okay. I like to call myself a freegan um, in the sense that I'm going to try an experience. And like, I, w- okay. I went to Costa Rica, right? Yeah. And I'm going to eat more meat there because it's like fresh and oh, local yeah. and it's like the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, they were like cared for and like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's brilliant. You're on those resorts. Like, it's 
it's a different experience. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm pretty much mostly pescatarian. I may eat some chicken here and there. Pescatarian is fish, right? Okay. Yeah, which, I mean, even now I don't do that as much with all the – the deaths we've experienced in the ocean, I just I just don't know what that process is mm-hmm. from getting it there to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I get that. Tricky. I don't know what mine is. I, I eat chicken and pork. I eat fish on occasion, yeah, but I don't just, eat red meat. You're just a carnivore. A carnivore. <laughs> I'm a no-cow kind of gal. No cows for me. No cows? No. That's, that's where you draw the line? That's where I was. And it was it was one day in freshman year where I was like, I'm going to be vegetarian. And mom said, that's fine, but you have to cook for yourself. And she was making really good chicken that night. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, never mind. And I'm like a glutton for it because I'll just watch those documentaries and be like, why did I just watch this? But, yeah, um, yeah I, I really worry about really all the FDA-approved products that mm-hmm. we have that aren't really for humans, mm-hmm. you know, all the processed stuff. So yeah. I try to stay away from that mostly processed True. stuff as much as possible. That's the main thing. I wish my children would do that. And gluten. And gluten. Oh. Are you I mean, gluten? I'd go back, probably eat more processed foods as a kid. I was an athlete, so, yeah. I mean, I wasn't eating as much processed food, but oh. it's delicious. You it's, can't really deny it's, no, delicious, it's delicious, but it's Right. All not, the crap added. There's no, there's no health no. <laughs> in it. Children, your chicken nuggets aren't that great. They're, I don't know if they're chicken. It's probably not. <laughs> it's probably not. No. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there, what was that? Was it supersized me that showed yeah. the. Why mm-hmm. is it Pete? Anyway. Yep. Yeah. No need yep. for that. Are you from Ohio? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yep. I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You were born there, went to school there. I did. Where did you do your undergrad then? Uh, St. Francis University in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a borough. It's in the borough of Loretto. Okay. What did yeah. you study? Mathematics. Why? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, there is a little bit of a backstory. So I went to do mathematics secondary education. Okay. And I also wanted to do elementary and special education. Mm -hmm. In Pennsylvania, you have to do elementary and special. Like it's a double major automatically because you have to be certified in special education to be able to teach an elementary classroom Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania. Okay. Right? So there are different statutes right. and rubrics for each Because you have to get your certifications right. state by state, right? And so uh, by the second year, so, you know, you go into your degree-specific courses. Mm-hmm. By the second year, I was starting some teaching methods courses and things like that. And some things were going to be transferable to both the math secondary and the elementary special ed. Mm-hmm. I did one uh, shadowing in a kindergarten class, and I was like, "Get like my, mm-hmm. I hated it mm-hmm. so bad. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I hated it so bad, and I was like, "Why the fuck would I ever <laughs> do this?" I had like snot and like uh-huh. kid germs uh-huh. all over me, and I had not had one stimulating adult no. conversation the whole day. No, and, and you so, don't get to pee. No, no, no. They're like hanging on you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is after one day. I could not do this." For 200 some odd days out of the year, like, kill me not, right? Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, cool, let's rearrange this. And by the time I started to revamp what my major looked like, I was starting to get into that junior senior mm-hmm. space. And I was like, do I wanna, do I wanna teach mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. And so, like, at that time, the praxis is not even the same test now. At that time, the praxis was a big deal, and you had to oh, finish yeah. your student. Uh, teaching. Mm -hmm. I didn't want a student teach there. I went right into coaching. So I, Mm. right after I was done, I went into the adjunct professor department. Like I was with the math department as an adjunct professor and I um, coached women's basketball. So I didn't really have time to be in a class all day and coach, right? Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't have worked. So 
I wound up figuring out a way in my last year to make sure I had enough credits to do, to graduate with a mat- mathematics undergraduate degree. Okay. So that's like I had all the math credits and my minor wound up being education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then got my master's from Ohio State. Amazing. Because I was like, I don't really want to. I could have been a principal yeah. in the um, educational policy and leadership. I was like, I don't want to be a principal. So when I wasn't on the principal track, I got to create my own degree mm-hmm. kind of around that. So okay. I really focused on workforce development and nice. diversity and inclusion. What is your master's in? Uh, still education? It's in educational okay. policy and leadership. And they were okay. just shifting. When I got it in 2014, I was there from 2012 to 2014. Okay. And they were switching the programs up to all be semesters. Like all mm-hmm. of Ohio was was mm-hmm. shifting to semesters because um, there's so many schools in Ohio. And like they were trying to make it transferable yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. And then I was just like, all right, well, I could have left and gone to organizational management, which is kind of where I was Mm -hmm. like seeing it go. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it would have just been a lot in another year. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get this transcript that Mm -hmm. says I've done some workforce development and diversity and inclusion things, made up the degree. It was pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. And you get to do what you want to do then. I do. And it's taken some time to kind of refine what that looks like and all the experiences. I mean, I've worked in the service industry. I've recruited managers. That was going to be a question I had. What have you not done? This is great. Um, (laughs) Are you a skydiving instructor? Oh, absolutely not. I'm actually scared of uncontrolled heights. Same. Like, deathly afraid. Like, I'm also scared of, like— and this may have something to do with the fact that at six months old, I was in a full body cast. But I'm very scared of small spaces. Oh, gosh. Okay. Like the cave at the museum. Like it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I hate it. Uh-huh. Right? So I don't like yeah. spaces where I can't see out of mm-hmm. um, and uncontrolled heights. I can ride a roller coaster, but like an uncontrolled really? height, oh, skydiving, sky- bungee jumping, absolutely not. I can't. I like have night terrors about waking up like falling. Mm. I, you see videos of people like climbing on things, and I'm just sweating. My mm-hmm. palms, yeah, no. my legs are starting to buckle. Mm-mm. I can't do roller coasters anymore either. I went back probably about I want to say four years ago. Yeah, and tried to go to Kings Island. I'm from Cincinnati. Uh-huh. I know that space. I love that and um, Cedar Point. And I was like, let's go on the biggest one first. Okay. Dumb idea. <laughs> and I got on there. I was like almost hanging off the side of it. Oh, gosh. And I was like, this was a mistake. And like the whole time, Which one did I was you like, ride? what's the new the one Mag- they have? It's not Magnum is Cedar Point. Ragnarok or I don't know. Ragnarok it's the highest one okay. at Kings Island. It's not the Beast. It's not the Vortex. It's the newer one. I haven't been there in years. Yeah, so it's it's the newer one that they have there. I don't even know the name of it. I was like, Mm-mm. I'm never getting on this again. Mm-mm. By the end of the day, I was on the racers, and I felt comfortable. Okay. I was like, okay. That might be some nostalgia, though, too. Yeah, I, I, it's just not the same. A lot of things aren't the same past 30, I'll tell you that. They're not. Mm-hmm. I also fell off the roof. That might have been <gasps> part of where my fear of heights came in. Oh, my God. What were you doing on the roof? Being stupid. Fun um, fact. Worked at a roofing industry Did you company. Really? Yeah, Mr. Roof. <laughs> Able I used roof. To, well, I used to teach people how to do ladder safety, oh. which is why it's dumb. You know that rule where someone else should be holding the ladder at the base? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that. I got up to the last rung, and then it went out, and I went down. Um, I'm glad you're okay. Oh, I'm fine. Maybe. <laughs> I might explain. How long that. ago is this? <laughs> like 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's uh, – Did you have any injuries that day? Yeah, I sprained – well, it was really funny because my husband likes to laugh when somebody gets hurt. That's I mean, that's his reaction to it. <laughs> At least he waited. So, like – and it was one of those where I'm going, uh, uh, right. on the ground. Right, just got knocked the wind out, out of you, yep. yeah. And I get on, I'm like, okay, I can walk. I can walk. I can move. 
and he's helping me in, and I sit on the couch, and I was, finally I started laughing uh-huh. at how dumb because it was dumb. And then I was like, I can't move my arm. And so that was the only thing. I just sprained my elbow. Huh. I mean, it was a risk. I wouldn't say it was yeah. dumb. Um, the doctors it even was a, went ahead and okay. said that was All probably right. well, pretty stupid. I'm going to let them. They were like, you know better. You, you did roofing? I was. I did insurance supplementing okay. for Able Roof. Okay. And it started as I was in school. Yeah. Did my grad work. Right. And I needed an hourly situation. I was mm-hmm. also... Um, doing event organizing for Ohio Girls Basketball Report. Okay. So we had, you know, three, four events throughout the year, but I needed something like hourly mm-hmm. just to get me through school. Right. And I I think I had just almost just finished my master. So I was just looking for something that was not too taxing. Mm-hmm. And of course, like I loved it. I loved the people. And um, I wound up working there for, I think, two or three years. Okay. And then I went back into the staffing industry, mm-hmm. which is where I got my start after grad school. Like, when I got here in Columbus, <laughs> you're good. When I got here <laughs> in Columbus, I was working at Staff Mark. Okay. So, yeah. um, and I wound up going back to Staff Mark as a, a site manager. Okay. Um, I was an account manager when I first started. How long is your resume? It's really, really long. Like but it's like two years. or so. And I'm 40. So, like, people don't know that. Um, but it's it's I've got it down to two pages. I have a, a CV. Um, What's the difference? A CV is like less explanation of like your job description. So oh, okay. I have skills. I yeah. have you know a paragraph of kind of about what the work I do mm-hmm. as like a community builder, mm-hmm. culture bearer, that kind of thing. Um, facilitator, educator, teacher. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's always oh. somewhere in that realm. Right. You know what right. I mean. And then I I was obviously doing the social justice stuff Mm -hmm. here and there. And then being at Kaleidoscope really gave me the opportunity Mm -hmm. to, to like, step into everything. And it was all integrated. And I love that. So, you know, this is another opportunity to me. Leadership development was an extension of that. Leadership Mm -hmm. development for adults. And then we wound up a week after I got there getting a youth development program i was like all right Kids the youth are following me all right mm-hmm. they're here I, you're I like see the y'all. pied piper <laughs> i know right and then um now i get to go and, and do something similar but from a corporate lens where i actually am coming in with the money so i like that, that i like that nice. to be able to i don't know if i could do corporate again mm-hmm. in that sense mm-hmm. without this type of work right. being right. the community engagement piece so you're at kaleidoscope i was yeah you, okay so you're you're not with them anymore. No, I was okay. with them in 2008. I think I left there in 2021. So I was okay. like 2018. To okay. 2020. <laughs> the really lovely time of life. What a what a time. That mm. was wild. The pandemic was wild and being in the nonprofit sector that was mm-hmm. that was wild. Yeah, we went there a couple of times my mm-hmm. kiddo and I did during mm-hmm. pandemic time. Mm-hmm. And it was just get real creative. Yeah. Yeah. And even the staff just saying, "Well, usually we would do this or we would offer this and now we can't offer that." It yeah. was like Yeah, we could only offer, you know, some space. And I think they just started not having masks. Really? Yeah, like a month ago. Man. Mm -hmm. I don't, it feels like it was forever ago. It really wasn't that long, but. No. No. I mean, people are still. And it's not really gone. Like, people are still getting sick. I just think the ones that would die with it Mm -hmm. have have left us. But. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, there's not a ton of us left. I don't know. There's like, not, there's so much death. I just, I'm like, we're not built for this. It's, not, it's so interesting what, that having 
working with this younger generation and, mm-hmm. and speaking with them about things. I, I saw a former student yesterday. We were talking about 9-11. It was like, oh, wait, you weren't even born then. Of the, the, yeah, the I was things, in yeah, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> it, was, it was the first day of my senior year mm-hmm. of college. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, my gosh. But yeah. the things that this younger generation, I sound so old, <laughs> are experiencing is like, I don't know, the sense of – it's just the way the world is. Yeah. Cynicism, maybe, mm-hmm. not in a negative sense, but what other option is there? Like, yeah, and I don't, I don't know if as adults we do a great example of walking them through what it looks like to healthily mm-hmm. process emotions mm-hmm. and respond. Because we weren't really trained very well. <laughs> no, we weren't. I mean, and I, my parents were boomers, and they also were divorced. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's an element of resilience and like self-readiness that has to exist. Yep. But um, yeah, we weren't, I mean, we figured it out. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, the one thing that I think now being my age and like, I don't have children. I have a lot of bonus children and many children in the world, but oh. like none mine. Yeah. Um, that's on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, you know, they were doing the best they can. And if I could put that in perspective and know that mm-hmm. millennials may have overcorrected a bit, mm-hmm. um, we we did our best with the young ones, you know, but yeah. I think there was some overcorrection right. because of the attention and energy and mm-hmm. wellness we didn't get, you know? Well, but you and I are part of the unknown generation. Because they I'm don't. A millennial. You are a millennial? Yes. Okay. Maybe By I'm... a year. Oh. By a year. My sister is the unknown okay. Gen X. That's I'm in that. Yeah, we nobody knows what to do. The well, latchkey kids. I think you could kids. just you could just. I mean, Gen X is 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 open. The door is open if you want to walk in there, and it's it's true. I do like the Oregon Trail generation. Yeah, I kind of enjoy that one. Yeah, yeah that was in my elementary school. Okay, the geriatric millennials not real pleased with that one. That's not very nice. <laughs> I prefer pragmatic millennial. Pragmatic personally. is good. Yeah, because we see geriatric? all geriatric. I mean. I, I like to laugh at it a little bit. I would tell you what, from being in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space, mm-hmm. generational stuff is is more volatile even mm-hmm. sometimes than than race. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, really, that's just because people don't want to talk about race, that but is which is fine. Yeah. I mean, like it's, I'm, I'm not, I mean, it's not fine historically mm-hmm. and what with what's going on, but like in perspective, I get it, and. Um, generations though you can get a conversation going for a lot and I think the the end or the conclusion or the resolution is like how can we work together Mm -hmm. because we have wisdom and experience that could be helpful you all have these great ideas but we should let you know when an idea Mm -hmm. like probably won't work because we tried it right like they don't want to hear from us sometimes and I think that's where it's like can we get in relationship Mm -hmm. you know you are your resume being as long as it is, but you've also had so many titles and so many things that you've done. Mm-hmm. Like, which to you is like if you could if you could only do one tomorrow, what would you do? I mean, if I could do this and pay my bills, true. Is that the question? That's fair, but you know, <laughs> I'm like, like, can I? Because I mean, if I had to just do one job, yeah, and pay my bills, mm-hmm. it would be hard rock, right? Like yeah. that would be what I do. But if there was a opportunity to just um I'd probably like take creative up like a bunch of notches exponentially mm-hmm. like I would probably just create some sort of media network or something mm-hmm. like that love that yeah that would probably be what I do if I could just do one thing you okay forgive me because the math thing just doesn't I don't okay I'm an actor okay I don't I don't math it's not a you sing though 
I do. You absolutely I, mad. I know that's a part of it. Yeah. But I try to forget about that part of it. Okay. You're but counting beats, I'm I telling know. you. Sometimes. Sometimes a lot of I'm math off. in there. Okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> but that that is what is interesting to me is that you are such the, the math brain. Is that the right brain? Is that what we consider math brain? Um, or is left creative? Left is creative, right? Yes. Yes. I am whole brain, though. You are whole brained. Yeah. I took a test about that. They don't even like subscribe to that anymore. Did you know that? That's a thing. In education, they talk about it a lot: nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. whole brain, left brain, right brain, that kind of thing. Because they talk that about that a lot mm-hmm. with differentiated instruction. Yeah. Um, but math to me has always been problem solving. Mm-hmm. I taught for a year at my alma mater in high school, Cincinnati Hills mm-hmm. Christian Academy, and you know I got to do a project where I made them. We were doing proofs. I was teaching mm-hmm. geometry, which is don't ever want to do that again. Um, but <clears throat> I was teaching proofs and like, I was like, prove that God exists. And like, mm-hmm. I tried to have them do like a linear thing. And like, mm-hmm. of course we can't do it. Right. Um, but it's, that's where faith comes in. But it just was yeah. so interesting. And I just love the ability to like, think about what ways can make this work or like mm-hmm. what ways in linear ways can this problem be solved. Like, I, I love that kind of stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. But I, I mean, you could take that out into the world too. True. You know, like we've got a lot of problems. We have a lot of problems. Yeah. So when you do a lot of your training, you said you know you're working to get people to listen to each other's ideas, mm-hmm. and some of that generational stuff mm-hmm. comes out. Do you ever find that it's that people just refuse to sway? Ooh, um, this is one thing we talk a lot about um, in the facilitations I do, is especially around development. Mm-hmm. There has to be a willingness. Mm-hmm. I can't make somebody want it more than I do. No. Um, I can't make, I'm a nerd about it. I love mm-hmm. every assessment. I'm like, I'll just take it. Somebody's like, yeah. I think my boss at one point was like, want to go to Polarity? It's like, I'll pay for it for learning development. And I was like, yes. Okay. Um, like, I don't care what it is. I'm about it. Just like, let's go yeah. and just to try it and learn more about myself mm-hmm. and then learn more about my teammates. Um, there are people that are resistant to that. And I mm-hmm. think same could be said for healing. Like development and growth is also, there's a healing element to it. Yeah. And people don't want to do that. What I can do as a facilitator is note that everybody's going to have a different level of willingness and capacity for growth. Right. And so what that means for me is it's the same as a teacher, differentiated instruction. People are going to need different things. Mm-hmm. And I can have some compassion about that because I know how hard trauma is and it stays in the body. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to say or judge someone for not being willing, for yeah. that being a place of fear, mm-hmm. or for not wanting. If, if things are good for them or if they're content, I can see why people are like, I don't want to do all that. Because there's an element of it that you have to really uh-huh. look at yourself yeah. and be like, where have I done done some harm? Where have I misstepped? Mm-hmm. Where can I grow? Who didn't I give the best coaching or who wasn't I a great supervisor for mm-hmm. or did I have any tools you know when I first became a supervisor right the general age gap between time you become a supervisor to the time you get um leadership development training is around 14 years are you serious 28 so you're just going blind from yeah this struggling yeah. so I right. mean there's some room in there I think for some nuance and complexity but mm-hmm. for me it's like there's a willingness, and I talk about it a lot. There's lots of ways that we can resist. There's lots of ways that discomfort can show up. Mm-hmm. And I just try to tell people to have grace with themselves around it and then also create a space that there's no off-limits questions or mm-hmm. um, there's no silly questions. It's just like we're here to have the conversation. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 Does it go through your mind throughout the day, like just 
Or do you, are you able to shut off? No. <laughs> I was like, where's the question here? Right. Um, like, no, I don't stop. No, I don't stop. No. Um, That's why we get along. My mind doesn't stop. <laughs> I have, my pace has significantly slowed. Yeah. Um, by choice. By choice yeah. and by, it, it has to. Like, there are times when if I'm looking at my computer at 7 or 8 p.m., it will take me an hour to write an email that would normally take me mm. 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to shut it down because I got to do this in the morning mm-hmm. um, because my brain is like, no. Done. Yeah, we're not doing it. And so I think the pandemic begged us to slow down mm-hmm. in ways that we were like rushing to get back to yeah. and a normalcy that I don't think will ever exist. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, being able to slow down has significantly helped my decision making I, I think it's made me be intentional about how I spend mm-hmm. my time and how I calendar my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a constant thought about it. And if I get too macro and like look at the world, then I can existentially spiral mm-hmm. so quickly. Mm-hmm. But I just have to try and stay focused on one thing at a time because I try to make, you know, the impact in the small little mm-hmm. microcosms I have. Mm-hmm. And you do. I do. You I do try my best. Well. That's good well. to hear. What were your your pandemic things? What did you mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I you do? started walking. Okay. A lot more. Mm-hmm. Um I also found out I have a torn labrum in my hip. Ugh. Um Fun. so I'm used to like high impact workouts. Yeah. So like that has significantly shifted yeah. in the last, you know, four years, mm-hmm. really. Um I did a lot of walking. I started binge watching shows mm-hmm. that um like right now I'm watching suits. And it was in 2013, like Meghan Markle's in it. Oh, oh. Yeah, she's oh. really good, actually. Huh. Um, but I didn't know that show existed and people, you know, we all we had is time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, let's watch this. But a lot of my time during the pandemic was I created the Ohio Rest Collective mm-hmm. um, with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we both were in executive leadership roles okay. in the nonprofit space. Okay. And we were like leaders have to be struggling uh, with these decisions. They've never yep. seen anything like this. What what does this all mean? Mm-hmm. And so we built our business mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got married. Yes. Yeah, did. there was a lot going on happened, like that. Happened. But um, I think just trying to find ways to incorporate rest and nervous system regulation mm-hmm. was a priority for both of us. And then yeah. it wound up being a really good place to start with our business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. How did y'all meet? I work for her, actually. Um, yeah, so we were, like, really great friends. She actually worked with my dad okay. at um, the city for the city. Okay, so she's um, Cincinnati then, too. She's Columbus. She's Columbus. My dad is okay. here. Oh, your dad is here. Um, okay. Yeah, he worked for City of Cincinnati as well, Okay. EEOC type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom's an educator, so it's like you, oh, can, it's see, you can see it's yeah. in the blood. Yeah. Um, and so now he's up here. Mm-hmm. He still lives up here. Um, but they knew each other on the Columbus. Don't let me get this wrong. Columbus Community Relations Commission. Okay. Um, There's a lot of C's. That's a lot. That's a lot of C's. That's a lot. So, and he would always say, "You need to meet my daughter," and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And so then when we worked together, um, you know, it was we were doing a lot and accomplishing a lot. And then I think there was a moment where something happened, and we were just like what are we doing? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and we had situations and everything like that, but it was like, okay. And then I was like, all right, I'll start looking for other positions. You know what I mean? But it was fine. We told the team, you know what I mean? I told the team and Mm -hmm. we're both 
kind of workaholic. So like we didn't really let that get in the way of the work. Um, and I love that I left and went to leadership Columbus, mm -hmm. but I felt like I had implemented everything. Unlimited PTO um, was something that we were working on and Aaron wound up implementing and then like an IRA, mm -hmm. you know, like little stuff that for a small team we didn't yeah. have yet right. that I wanted to implement before coaching, like all mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We had um, those things implemented and I felt really good about that. So yeah. I left on a good note. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And I have my wife. And a cat. The cat is amazing. The cat is the like cat is the, the biggest child. bonus. The, the cat biggest is your bonus. Child. I love that mm -hmm. cat. What's your cat's name? Templadia. 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 Yeah. What is that? Temple. Where I don't know. I didn't. Uh, Aaron's daughter named her. Templadia. Mm -hmm. And the other one they had before I was there was oh. Jimi Hendrix. So they had <laughs> Jimi and Templadia. And that's what happens when young people name This is very pets. true. So we call her Temple now. Okay, but it's very right. appropriate because she's very shaman-y. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I'm very allergic, so I probably oh, won't meet no. your child. But well, good thing I. No, you're fine. I wiped off. I don't want you to. It's not. There was only one situation <laughs> that somebody else's cat bothered me. We were doing a play where we were doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh -huh. And every time I touched his sweater, I would just break out. <laughs> and it was like. By the end of the rehearsal? Yeah. That had never <laughs> happened before. It was like, wow, I'm a real wimp when it comes to this. I mean, you really have no control over I that. Don't. <laughs> I don't. Like, it used to be really bad. Like, I would throw up as uh, a kid. Yeah, it was very bad. So, okay. needless to say, I don't hang out with very many cats. Yeah, so the cat cafe is not a good idea for Oh, me. that's like death. My <laughs> eldest kid is like, Mom, I want a cat. I'm like, are you basically saying you don't want me in your <laughs> abode for you the rest of the You want me to die? <laughs> like, you yeah. just don't. You yeah. don't want me to come over. I mean, that could be part of it. They mm -hmm. are almost 16, so. They may, be, they may have right. a master plan. <laughs> that master plan scares me. <laughs> like, you walk in, there's like eight cats. <laughs> yeah, I could see that actually happening. That's scary. <laughs> That's funny. Goodness gracious. Are you a dog person, doll? I am. I'm an animal person. Uh, in general? Mm -hmm. No allergies. <laughs> Not that I know of. Um, I haven't met the animal that would give me allergies That's yet. okay. But I love horses and mm. dogs. Yeah. Horses are another one I can't do. I mean, I'm not really a big snake person. No. Um, no. I used to have a friend that was an equestrian. So, like, I used to go to her farm mm. and, like, hang out with the horses. Yeah. They're so magical. Mm -hmm. like, they're such magical All the creatures. the therapies that mm -hmm. go with horseback riding yep. and— A little equine therapy. Mm -hmm. yeah, My they're... school had a big equine science program. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot— Otterbein is known, oddly enough, for really? education, theater, and equine science. <laughs> yeah. It's didn't like all the that. weird theater people and horse people. All I right. knew the theater thing, but yeah. I did not know the Huge equine, equine science program. Huh. Like pretty nationally okay, known, I guess, but like, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. I mean, I was at Ohio University. I had no idea their communications pro program was that great. How was OU when you were there? It was, it was nice. It's a big I think school. It's a big school. There's only one street where they really party. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times it was like, the adults getting out of the way mm -hmm. on Court Street mm -hmm. before the young people took over. I would text my young people and be like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. When are you coming out? And mm -hmm. they would tell me. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, all right, I'm going home. Mm -hmm. Or we go to the Townie Bar, yeah. Maplewood. Yep. We'd go down there. But I loved it. It was beautiful. And it was a really cool college town. Mm -hmm. um, I liked that it was only 45 minutes or so from True. Columbus. Mm -hmm. My friends were here. And I wound up moving here after that. Mm -hmm. But... Um, we had a really good basketball team, too. Mm. So there was just a lot of support. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Mm -hmm. It was a good experience. Did you play basketball growing up? I did. 
Yeah. That's How where old? I went to St. Francis University for. Okay. How old were you when you started? <sighs> I actually was a soccer player. Okay. Um, the surgery went well, so I had the okay. full yes. body cast. Yes. Things went That's well. Insane. Um, my hip was just dislocated, so okay. they had to put it back in. But um, so traction and all that stuff mm-hmm. as a kid. I don't really remember any of it. My body does, but I don't yeah. know. Um, and so I was playing in elementary school soccer, and then I started playing basketball in sixth grade. Okay. And my dad, he played. I have an older sister, mm. and he played, and he was on scholarship and then wound up having okay. to, you know, take care of his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he didn't play, but he was very good and okay. a lefty. So I got on a lefty. for a basketball? Um, it's just prettier. If you ask me, it means you can dribble with a hand that normally people can't. Oh, right. So, okay. Um, okay. and then my mom played, but she played when they didn't allow women to run like full court. So, like, they had three people on offense, three people on defense, and three people that could go back and forth. Oh my gosh! So it was like a lot of people, a- or no, two, two, and two. So there were like six people on the court at all times, but mm-hmm. like one group could only go here. There were a couple people that could go back and forth. Why is that? Because uh, they didn't think that women could um, handle, it. Ha- handle it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've uh, grown, I guess, or whatever. Slightly, but not enough. <laughs> Barely. Oh, my gosh. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not sporty in our family. So. No. Oh. Not even like a, I don't know what would be, ping pong? Um, Not even really that. No. Okay. No. I don't know what happened. My dad coached football, so he was the football person. Okay. But no, we didn't. I think my sister played one semester of basketball. And I love you, sis. It did not go well. <laughs> we put my son in for like a six week. Oh, it was <laughs> he didn't know you don't have to defend the one person the entire time. Oh, man. So he's just standing in front of Super this girl close. no matter where. <laughs> but then about the last 20 seconds, he'd just be done. Mm-hmm. And he'd stand just in the center and just go 19, 18. In the middle of the court? Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, there was one session that we were there, and I'm like, this – I was feeling sad for – I mean, he didn't care. Great. He was young enough to not care. Right. But then I realized I'm holding a, like, acting for musical theater book in my hand. It's like, oh, this is this is not the place for us. <laughs> Must go. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> Let's go to the stage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Well, my mom was an opera singer, so it didn't – that got passed down. Yeah. In my bloodline. Right. But sports, not so much. Yeah, my mom told me and my sister, I was actually classically trained as really? a singer at the Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. Oh, amazing. Me and my sister both. Uh-huh. And we were part of the mini like a, singers. Like a youth chorale type thing yeah. or something? We did like okay. a children's opera, everything yeah. was cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, but then we both wanted to go to school for the Creative and Performing mm-hmm. Arts, SCPA. It's like ACPA here. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, an educator, mm-hmm. and she worked for the Cincinnati Federation of Teachers, and she told us we weren't going to go play school over there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I heard our feelings. Um, yeah. So my sister wound up going to Walnut Hills amongst a couple other schools, graduated from there. So the rest really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then, um, which is a really good school in Cincinnati. And then I wound up going to Seven Hills, which is a private school, 7th, 8th, and ninth. And then I went to Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy. So many hills. Lots of hills. Lots There's seven I mean, hills. there are hills you know, there. Right. Seven Hills, Cincinnati. I didn't know it's that. It's like known as the city of Seven Hills. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, wow. Yep. I'm learning a lot today. Mount Airy. I know Mount Airy. Mount, yeah. Um, oh. The west side has it. So all those mounts yeah, yeah, are yeah. considered the hills. Oh. Yep. I'm from Denver, so I'm kind of like. <laughs> okay. Your hills. Yep. Yeah. Denver. Okay. I was very young when we moved. Okay. But it sounds cooler than Gahanna. 
So I like. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, let's be honest. Gahanna's great. But Aurora? I mean, that is pretty cool. Yeah. They, Unfortunately, they do some no, progressive things. Yeah. 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 We like to see the progression. We do. Yeah. We do. It's it's different. I don't I don't know what it would be like living there now that I've been right. gone so long, but I know the air air is very different. <laughs> yeah. They had a um final four there. Uh-huh. When was that? Ooh. Might have been like 2008, okay. 2010, something like that. Oh. And it's a different breathing out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Got to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure where to go with that other yeah. than. Yeah, it's a lot. I want to go, yeah. <laughs> you know, again, uh-huh. now that some things are changed. Right. Yeah. Where is your uh, favorite place to travel? It was Florida before a lot of the things started happening. But the cool thing about Hard Rock is that it's seminal owned, so mm-hmm. there is some safety there, mm-hmm. right? Because we can do what we want, and they're right. really committed to that diversity and inclusion piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm starting to like look at places that I feel safe in. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica was amazing. Mm. I did get a chance on a cruise to go to Roatan, Honduras. Okay, and that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and people like will buy over there because the land is cheap and all of those type of things. But um, I like to go to new places. So I don't know if there's a favorite place mm-hmm. anywhere where there's some beach and water. I love, you know, the I've been to Hilton right. Head. Okay. Yeah, the beach is where I, I'm i drawn towards. Mm-hmm. But um, I like to just experience new things and people. Mm-hmm. So I went to Portland for the first time mm-hmm. last year. I need to go there. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I liked it. I've been to Austin. I didn't get to go out. I was doing like a like a cleanse. I did a five day water fast and like what does went that rock. look like? I it was a build up. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to kind of reset mm-hmm. after COVID and just kind of reimagine what was next for me. Is it I, truly just water fasting? Yeah, like it's just water for five days. Wow. I mean, you can like have warm water with salt. It tastes like soup. It's like fantastic okay. in those moments. Yeah. Um, around day three, you're kind of like, all right, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. like I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get your second wind in you. But the week before, I went like raw vegan. And mm. um, the week before that was like pretty raw and like. Kind of tapering down. Yeah, tapering down. Um, but that was a really cleansing experience. Mm. I think um, I try to do a few days at least of like broth and mm-hmm. smoothies and stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't get to see the town, but I've heard pretty good things about Austin, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Texas is tricky right now too. Um, but I, I'm really fascinated right now with out of the country and some mm. islands and things like that. Yeah. Where have you not been that you want to go? Greece. Okay. I do want to go to Greece. I do want to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my, you know, ancestry back. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. oh, okay. Like, Nigeria, I want to go to Nigeria yeah. and where is your bloodline um, 24% Nigerian. 24. Okay. Mhm. So, I do want to go there. Um I do have some Cameroon and um Benin and Togo, mm. those type of places. So, I mean, I'm curious about that. Mm-hmm. I know there's a couple of groups that do some tours down there with like our folks. Mm-hmm. Um so I may sign up for that. I know some people do Senegal and Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um which there's a little bit in there of that. So, I mean, I'm curious about all of those places. And um, I think we're going to next year, 
Puerto Rico. And I'm not sure all the places that are in there, but I I do appreciate my parents for taking me places. Like mm-hmm. we were very traveled mm-hmm. and been to the Bahamas and mm-hmm. like, you know, Disneyland and Disney World were like my favorite spaces. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm just like, I want to see what, mm-hmm. I want to see the pretty places. I want to see the picturesque places. When you go somewhere, do you have a tendency to just on a whim or mm. do you plan things out? Like what's your... We're, <laughs> me and my wife are very planful. Okay. And normally I have had jobs and experiences that allow me to travel mm-hmm. like I would vacation one or two times a year mm-hmm. but um when it's in my job like I'm like I have these things to do mm-hmm. I'm generally trying to get back to the hotel as quick as possible yeah. I don't know if that's a 40s thing yeah but um my wife will be like I'll I'm out at the museums mm-hmm. and I'm like all right or shopping or whatever yeah um that's not really my digs mm-hmm. but I am like, where's the food spot? Are we mm-hmm. getting everybody together? Like, let's have an experience while we're yeah. all together because this will never happen again. Right. Like, this moment, yep. these people mm-hmm. will never happen again. So I'm like that. Um, I used to love, like, roller coasters and, like, theme parks. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, like, take me to the waterfall or, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. the park or something so like that. So you're not in museums and tourist type things? I I synthesize that information really quickly, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, all right, moving on. Mm-hmm. So where as people want to, like, bask, I'm a different type of museum mm-hmm. experience. I'm like, oh, read it, da-da-da-da, got it, computed, go to the next thing. Yep. And sometimes that happens a little faster than most that same. like to linger. Mm-hmm. So I just like to move quickly through museums. I've never – now, I, I love our museum, and mm-hmm. I worked there for a while. Mm-hmm. I just taught a camp there this summer, and they're yeah. amazing. Love that stuff. Yeah. But I'm just not an art museum person. I appreciate yeah. it very, very much, but I don't. I don't know if we just weren't raised with that so much as the other creative forms. Well, I mean, in my elementary, and I know it was a lot of work, and levies were done mm-hmm. to keep arts in the schools. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to think about, I'm trying to think who was saying that. Cindy would always mm-hmm. teach a class for the Leadership Columbus mm-hmm. cohort about creativity and creative geniuses. Yeah. And, like, kids lose that at, like, seven. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when they lose the veil, too, right? Right, yeah. Um, like, the real world hits mm-hmm. them, and they're like, stop that creativity. But right. what I found is the fact that I've been able to hold on to that and mm-hmm. find ways to incorporate that into my life, mm-hmm. um, I use that in my work. Like, I'm, I'm able to – the more time and space I have, the more creative I can get, mm-hmm. um, the more intentional I can be. Yeah. And so I'm like, yes, it, it – during our, you know, schooling, mm-hmm. that was when they started to be like, we don't have funding for this. Yep. And so people had to pay to play mm-hmm. sports. And then they also had to start paying for extracurricular art mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Like our teachers were the first one to get right. eliminated, art and PE. Mm-hmm. But if a PE coach was also a football coach, they, you know, they're fine. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I do think that, I mean, I don't even know if that's a controversial theory, but. I Removing think. that has, I no, think, I've, significantly impacted our youth. You know, I fully support that. But yeah. so you're a poet as well. I am, and and an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. <laughs> Are you a singer? I am. Okay. I am. Are you a dancer? I used to be. Okay. You know the hip. Yeah. And the knees and the cartilage. That, those things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can two step with the best of them. I used to dance a lot. Like okay. that probably would have been something else that I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, 
had I have not went the basketball route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were trained in dance then too? Not like, I mean, I did like tap classes yeah. as a kid and I think I went to one gymnastic thing. I love that my mom was like, try this. Mm-hmm. Eh. Like, yeah. you know, try this, but not, um, I think tap and a little bit of ballet. Okay. A little kind bit. Kind of the basic type. The basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I did that when I was like three or four. Yep. And then I took one because my grandma said, if you're going to do musical theater, you need to learn how to dance. That's true. This was eighth grade. A little box step. Way late. <laughs> yeah. Way late. Mm-hmm. And uh, the teacher called me left foot lively. It hurts. It didn't. Okay. Mostly because she was just like, lively, left foot, lively, left foot. Oh. And so I'd be like, <laughs> oh, oh, my left foot. But I wound up just taking one of those and I didn't dance well, but I mm-hmm. had stage presence. And yeah. That's. That's you're like you look. Like you know what you're it. doing. I'm like I yeah. don't at yeah. all. No, dancing is not a. No, my sister can't dance at all. Really? No, I'd be ready for like dance off. Like I have one okay. dance off. Come. I mean, it was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. But like you know. But she's crump. just not. She no. She actually um, interviewed. Not interviewed. Auditioned mm-hmm. for um, making the band. You remember okay. that? Uh huh. With Diddy. Yep. And she got passed to like the second or third round. Okay. And then Lorianne Gibson came in like, one, two, three. And I had tried to teach her a couple little moves before she left. And she oh, just got spun around. It was just a bad deal. But that? she's um, in the tech industry. So okay. she works in tech. She's a manager at a, or I don't know, at an organization mm-hmm. that does tech. Um, so yeah, I'm sure she's sick of people. She's like, did you unplug? <laughs> Your computer, but she manages folks. So she's, you know, she's also a chef. So she has her culinary license. Okay. Yeah. Such a well-rounded family. They took us places and they showed us stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. Are you a cook? I can cook. I'm, I'm, I would considerably say I'm one of the best sous chefs around because I, um, because I have an ex or two that were chefs Mm -hmm. and, um, my sister would be like, help me. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. So you like the prep part of it? I do like the prep part of it. And as they were going through school, like I was with someone who was going through school as well as watching my sister go through it. Mm. Um, Like learning all the cuts and all the ways and the safe serve type stuff. Like I'm into it. So, What's your favorite thing to make? Mm. I really love making like spaghetti squash and Mm. like a a spaghetti sauce. Okay. I put barbecue in my spaghetti mm. sauce. Do you really? It gives it a little tang. It's nice. It does. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's delicious. I started making. It's got to be like Montgomery Inn's barbecue sauce. Oh, too. like the the good stuff. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't tried that. Yeah, it's um Montgomery Inn is a restaurant in Cincinnati. Okay. And now it's here. Mm-hmm. The boathouse is down. Oh in Cincinnati yeah. As well. Yeah. But we have a Montgomery Inn in Columbus. Okay. But the barbecue sauce, my grandmother used to send it in care packages with like ice sugar cookies because I love it so much. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So do you pull it out of the squash and then put it back in with the sauce or do you um, let it cook and then throw everything together? That's a good idea. Um, but I normally like layer, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like mm-hmm. lasagna style. So once the mm-hmm. spaghetti squash is done, it's like oil, salt, pepper, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Get it together. And then there's a sauce, and then it'd be like a layer of squash, a layer of sauce, layer of squash, Mm -hmm. layer of sauce, Mm -hmm. cheese. But then once it, like, I separate them because Mm -hmm. the squash has so much moisture. Yeah, how do you get rid of that? I mean, eat it fairly quickly. um, Mm -hmm. And I, like, you know, I'll cook it whole. Mm -hmm. 
and then put water in the pan oh, as okay. well. But when I cut it out, like when I when I'm pulling all that stuff, mm-hmm. like it's pretty crispy. I I cook it pretty good. Okay. So it's, it's there's something very satisfying about cleaning that thing out. I don't know what yeah. it is. I actually hate it. Do you really? Yeah, I totally hate it. Like the texture thing? If I can ever get out of it, I will. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I enjoy it. Mm-mm. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you come Is over next time Is this squash in general? Or like, yeah, no, I will come. <laughs> no, it's just like I didn't like picking the seeds the out of pumpkins. It's gross. That's what I, That was my next question. I have question. some texture stuff. No, I get that. So no. Well, but that's – I think that's why I like it is because when you mm. carve a pumpkin, you can't get it all out of there. But when you do the squash, it's like pulling completely away from mm. – I'm sorry. I'm grossing you out. We're no, gonna- um, <laughs> you know, not quite grossing me out. But I was just thinking about pumpkins. Um, yeah, I don't mind doing it, and I normally am the one to do it. Yeah. But I don't enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. My husband's the same way with And, pumpkin. like, I, like, cook it enough where, like, sometimes the outer layer is, like, really soft. Mm-hmm. So, like. Oh, you may not have to then, really. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I can still do it, but I, I have. I get that. Yeah. I get that. The seeds. Is a disaster. Oh, that's like just getting the seeds out is a disaster. I love that. Hotter. Just yeah, I gotta call you. Call. I will come over. There we go. It's problem solved. Really. (laughs) Where are you going, honey? I'm just gonna go carve out a squash. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Now I think because we always did carve pumpkins as kids, I kind of liked that. Mm -hmm. It was fun to get the gunk out of there and get all messy and. Yeah, I wasn't that kid. Okay. I was like, let's carve the drawing. Just cut. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the drawing part. That's fun. I didn't like the cutting. Yeah. I think we just had crappy knives, too. <laughs> That's probably really true because I saw all those carving utensils. Yeah. They would be so reused. It's just dull. Because teachers don't have enough money. No, I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> like, because teachers don't have enough money. It is, again. For their classrooms. Right. It is, again. Point comes made. back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it really does. Yeah. Karen, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so proud of everything that you do. It's just so cool. Thank and you. I'm glad that we've connected. And where can folks find you and what you're doing and next sure. projects and all that good um, stuff? So right now I have a book out that I have a chapter in. It's an anthology called Culture Impact. Right. And um, my chapter is on moving from vision to implementation. Mm-hmm. And so there's some really cool chapters in there other than mine, but mine is chapter two. <laughs> and you can find that on Amazon. Okay. Or you can find me at thecultureofyou.com or it's cultureofyou.com. Mm. So cultureofyou.com. Um, I have a Instagram. So the Instagram is at the culture of you. Mm-hmm. And then um, – I wouldn't give you my Twitter because, like, why would I give at you that right point. now yeah, at this yeah. point? On Facebook, you can find me at Karen Marie or Karen Hewitt, M-E-D. I have a page for that D. Yeah, I got I paid a lot of money for that degree. You, that's a very expensive three I'm letters. still paying it, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I just so, paid off my undergrad. Not so until I pay it off, I uh, well, scholarship, I didn't have to pay for college, undergrad. It's yeah. nice. But um but that masters. But that masters <laughs> is still kicking my ass. So yeah. Yeah. Um Karen Hugh M E D and on my Instagram or um if you can find me on TikTok, I have no idea what I am on TikTok. Um but if you can find it's like the culture <laughs> I don't know. If you can find me on TikTok, follow right, me. Right in. Good luck. Let Karen know, you know? find Karen on TikTok. Creative, the curious creative, I think maybe. Okay. 
Okay. The Curious Creative, yeah. Um, if you can find me on TikTok, great. Follow me. Let me know you found me off of this podcast because that's really important because yeah. I need to know where I found where, you from. Where um, am I? Because I don't even know my <laughs> name on TikTok. But uh, on both of those, in the, sto- in the, I don't know, headline, tagline, you'll find my link tree where you okay. can find all my previous poetry books. Um, you can get a hold of me. It'll email me, all those kinds of things. So I'd love to hear from you. Amazing. Yeah. You're the greatest. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. This is sorry awesome. we talked about squash so much. Oh, never a problem. Okay, it's delicious. It is delicious. Yeah. I just it's just a little to little work. Watery. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Maybe next. A little podcast. oil on it before you put it in the oven. It'll crisp up a little bit. Okay, I need to do that. Yeah. And with that. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> what a way to end. I know. Right? I love it. It's it's it always gets a little weird. Yeah. Foxland Media. Think big.